Hello, friends. Welcome to the Gen Z and Millennial Expert Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jason Wiggins. Today's date is April 1st, 2021, and this is episode number 130. Today is April 1st, as I had mentioned, and it is also April Fool's Day. I'm not going to try to fool you at all, so go ahead and you don't need to worry about that. But I did have an employee really get me on a good April Fool's joke today. Uh, This was an individual I used to work with at a previous employer, and he was one of my employees that I, I brought on board at the other location, and I had a chance to bring him on board at the current location. And he's a very, very good employee. And today, he caught me at a moment when I was just getting out the phone with with my boss. And he told me the news that our former employer wanted to hire him back and and bring it with more money. And I almost lost it. I held my, I held my cool. And I basically said, well, it is what it is. And then he continues to say, April Fools. So he got me really good. And I tell you, it was a testament to my leadership ability to not just go unhinged. Therefore, I was definitely caught on April Fools. As I mentioned, we do have a great podcast today. And today we're going to specifically discuss leading by example, what it entails, how, how it works with being a leader, and then we're going to talk about some effective ways that you can lead uh, by example. As I mentioned, this podcast is about Gen Z and millennials and those individuals that lead them. Let's talk about leading by example. My dad used to say something growing up, and he would say, don't do as I do do as I say. And he had a point when he said this (laughs) because he would do some things that, you know, you definitely don't want your kid to be doing. I love my dad. Don't, don't get me wrong. He's a great guy, but he, he said that and he was right. I did do a lot of the stuff that he basically said I should do not act like how he did. So everything, everything has a learning point. And that's why as a leader, leading by example is very, very important. Remember, the individuals that you lead look up to you. And even if you're not in a leadership position or an authoritative position, but you have the characteristics of a leader, people tend to follow you. They tend to migrate towards your ability to answer questions or be somebody who is knowledgeable. And that is really key part of having characteristics that are leadership capable to be a successful leader. And that is why we're going to talk about leading by example and how important it really is. And the way I like to personally lead by example is lead by doing. Don't do 
don't have your employees do something that you're not willing to do. That is a key part of leadership. Have you ever had a boss or a leader or a manager or somebody that was not willing to do certain things but made the employees do it? I'm sure we can all think of at least one individual within our careers that has done that. And you have a sour taste in your mouth typically. You go, well, I guess maybe they're really not a leader because they're more of a manager. They're more of a boss. And if you've done any reader, leader, reading on leadership and management, there is a different difference. Anybody can be a manager or a boss, but not everybody can be a leader. A leader is somebody who has those additional skills that those that additional empathy and has the ability to nurture uh, attitudes, nurture uh, the the way we go about our business, and they have a great way of being empathetic and understanding. And another part of leadership is really being able to listen. Listening is more important than talking. That is why we were born with two ears and one mouth. It's twice as important to listen than it is to talk. And that's just one of the key aspects to leading by example. Remember, talk the talk to walk the walk. And that is an integral part of being a successful leader is it's not just good enough to talk, but you need to be able to walk that talk. And that's why you'll see individuals that try to be leaders and they're not really that successful. Think of, I mean, I don't want to get political, but you could think of past presidents. I won't name them, where they, they talked a good game, but they didn't follow up with what they mean, what they meant, and their actions. And this is not just one president. This is numerous presidents in our lifetime. They said what they had to say to get elected, but they didn't really pursue the values, the things that they talked about within the election campaign. And that happens not just presidents. That happens in all, within all the political gamut. People say what they got to say to get elected. And once they're elected, they tend to lose focus on why they were elected, why they were able to do the things they did. And that is just the way it does work. Now, so we've talked about, you know, the importance of leading by example. And that importance really surrounds the ability of the leader to be able to do the duties, to be able to educate on how to do them, how to improve. Remember, a lot of the times the leader actually is not capable of doing the same level of work as the individuals they lead. Why? Because they have a more of an overview picture versus have any specialty. I like to say many leaders are... Uh, they are the they are basically the individuals that jack of all trades, 
master of none, meaning they can do enough to be able to survive, but they couldn't do it on a daily basis to be successful. And I definitely follow in that same uh, segment. I can do just enough to get by within the work I do and the, those individuals I lead, but I wouldn't be able to successfully do it on a day-to-day -day basis unless that is all I was concentrating on. And that is definitely not the case. I, I'm involved in, I'm basically pulled in a lot of different directions, but that's why I signed up for what I do and I love it. So now we talked about the importance of leading by example. Now we're gonna talk about the effective ways to lead by example. When you walk the talk, you'll be better and more of an effective leader. Isn't that what we all want? If you're a leader, your employees are watching every move you make. It's not because they don't trust you. It's not because they don't want to keep track of you every move. The reason people watch us as leaders is they want to know if what we say and what we do are the same. That is, you walk the talk, as I mentioned earlier. If you want to gain the trust and confidence of your employees, and, and, and that's a, a very integral part of being successful as a leader, you have to set the example. It's not enough just to say, this is how we're going to do it. The actions have to be consistent with the effort that you make to do it. There are 10 different ways that I think you can lead by example and to prove and to prove to the members of your team that their trust is placed well if they look at what you do. And that is a, a key component. And the number one is be sensitive to people's feelings and be kind to them. We're talking about empathy again. Everyone has a rough day when everything just seems to go wrong. We have to be empathetic at those times and support them. Support your employees instead of tearing them down when they are in a time of need. Also, make sure you take the time to make people feel great. Make them feel special. Let them know you appreciate the work they do. Thank them for the job they do. We all want to feel special. It is important to take time to sincerely praise your employees for the things they do, not only to help your organization, but to also serve the customers. Number three, listen to people's emotions as well as their words. A lot of times they won't state exactly how they're feeling, but you can tell by their body language. Are, are they sad? Are they, are, they, are they anxious? This is a good starting point to understand your employees. Number four, view people's wants and needs as valid. Instead of jumping to the conclusion that your people can survive quite well, without the things that they tell you they need and want, take that certain position that they are valid 
and then do everything in your power to respond. Make sure that you show when they have a request or they have a concern that you make note of it and that you value it. Another one I think I struggle with, but again, it's imperative to understand it and really work with it. Choose your battles wisely. Sometimes you have to say, you know what? This is just not something that I need to bring up right now. The timing's not right. There's more, there's more important things. <coughs> Excuse me. There's more important things that that need to be taken care of. So sometimes let sleeping dogs lie. Because don't waste your time and energy engaging in fights that either have no consequence or that will leave you drained. Number six, avoid being defensive and placing people on the defensive. Don't take honest feedback personally. And this is one of the toughest ones I have. I try to always do the best I can in everything I do, but I am the first to be defensive. And then I tend to place people on the defensive. So I need to learn how to take honest feedback in a positive way, not take it personally. I need to learn from it and then I need to use it to improve. When you provide feedback to your employees, be sure that it's candid, fair, honest, and helps people find their way to improve. Number seven, give people the benefit of the doubt. No one goes to work each day wanting to do a terrible job. There could be an employee that's having a bad day and they want to do a good job. But 